0: We'll just roll right into it. Fuck it, let's yeah. fucking do it. Yeah, right into it, man. Hey, if you wanna, if you wanna do your perspective first. Oh, what, what, what I remember
1: from the crash and shit.
0: Oh yeah, and how it's really affected you. Let yeah. the audience know. Yeah,
1: I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't remember as I don't, think, I don't remember as much as you do about it. That's I'm fucking sure. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of what I really do remember. So all I really remember from the crash, if I'm being entirely honest, is uh. right before we hit the deer, I remember that coming out and me realizing that I didn't have enough time to really stop. So yeah. I just fucking, I was like, all right, well, what do I got to do? I got to hit, hit it on as head on as possible. Mm-hmm. So I tried to adjust my, the fucking Humvee as much as I could, hit it head on, and then, you know...
0: Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, lucky.
1: <laughs> yeah. that, that shit got lodged in our wheel well man
0: listen i always i will always say this man i'll always say this you did everything right in that situation yeah it was I, uh, just crazy to me
1: that they tried to like put that shit on us as, yeah. as soon as possible yeah
0: man yeah. hey that's always the that's always like the talk the discussion man i uh, remember coming back on flight and like you had NCOs and stuff saying like, oh, were were you not penalized? And I'm like, nah, should we have been? Like, like, no, we
1: we literally weren't at fault.
0: Yeah, none of, everything, I I truly believe, man. Everything you did in that situation was perfect. I think we just got,
1: we just got probably more unlucky than anybody could possibly get in their entire lives. Yeah. (laughs) Until until we survived, then we got lucky there, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess you could say that. (laughs) was a little silver lining right there.
0: Yeah, man, I, uh, I always say, dude, like... feel like if anything was slightly off in that moment, it's kind of like... Yeah. Been, you know, it could have been it, bro.
1: Honestly, man, the fact that we were ejected... I always think about the two. Like, yeah. We shouldn't have been ejected, but the fact that we were saved our lives. Yeah. Because it's everything that was in there that would, like... Especially those 240 cans, man. We would have... Oh, one of dude. us would have got smacked in the
0: head by that. We would have been done. We would have been done, bro. And uh I was talking to when she was still here Sergeant to and I she fucking would, miss her yeah dude yeah I miss her too man I was sitting here talking to her and I remember she talking about how like the way the whole Humvee flipped dude like it was
1: yeah she it, said that uh, it was faster than like any other like Humvee roller training she'd ever done right like like at least double or triple the fucking speed of that like that's insane right right And yeah. we, we hit the shit with 55 so it makes sense oh Fuck yeah.
0: And uh, I remember, man, like, I remember waking up and just thinking, like, yo, like, this actually happened. And when I, uh, when I uh, initially woke up, dude, I got to be honest, I didn't even know I existed. It was such a trippy moment. I know what you mean. Yeah. Was I woke like- up in the hospital and I was like...
1: Yeah, that's when I realized I was like, "All right, this wasn't a dream. Like that, that really right. just happened."
0: And I was like, "Right, whoa!" <laughs> like, yeah, man, I uh I woke up on the floor, and I was like, "Who, why, what, where, right. how, and like, what is going on?" You talking about when you like kind of came to right after you rejected? Or? Yes, dude. Yeah. After like as soon as soon as I was conscious again, like I landed, skittered. Um, still was knocked out at this time. Yeah. And then I heard footsteps and I woke up a little bit, saw my hands and was like, Alright, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, yeah told really me you did that. you yeah. like, I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, What, what what's <laughs> going on? And uh I remember yeah, I just remember hearing footsteps coming just full speed, man. Coming <laughs> over. And it was Sergeant Blank, man. And she was telling me, she was just like, don't freak out. I think something's broken. I'm going to assess you real quick. And then you just lay right there. Like, don't move. None of that. Well, we both tried to fucking move. Yeah, me being (laughs) the stupid guy that I am, man. I was like, no, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I moved my leg. Like, first off, I couldn't even feel my right or my lower back. So I was was already too afraid to look down because I thought it was gone. I thought my whole leg was gone. I couldn't feel it for nothing. And I tried moving it, and I just heard a loud like just crack sound yeah. and uh that's when the tears came in. I was like, I was like, "This is awful, and I'm, I'm just not having a fun time. Uh, that's
1: honestly one of the things I'm grateful for, the fact that I don't remember any of that stuff, really. yeah, besides yeah. that one thing you know I told you about where right before they found me and I was laying there, and I was mm-hmm. pretty sure I was gonna die. So Same. it's one of those things where I was kind of, it's one of those weird things, you know, and like you're at peace with that shit. Yes. It's like you you know, got no control over it. So at that point, you kind of just gotta, you know, relax. Yeah.
0: You know what's weird about that moment, man? Uh, I felt myself bleeding out. Right yeah. Man. Like it was a lot of blood coming out, and my vision was going blurry, and I just kept thinking to myself, like, it's it's scary how calm I am. You know, it what I is, mean? man. Like it's not even it's not even the idea of like you're dying. You know, your body's just. Shutting down on you, it's this idea that your body's kind of like slowly withering, and you're like, okay. And that's when that's when I really kind of had this resolve, man. Like, I just laughed and I I just had a moment with God. I was like, I was like, man, I can't go yet. You know how they say, like, your life flashes before your eyes, yeah. I had like a moment where I was going through the motion of my life, like, it was this timeline that was set, and it started playing. From the beginning, all the things I had been through, and all of a sudden it was an erupt cut off. You know? Yeah. And I just kept thinking, man, like that just can't be it, you know? I have I have more to do. So yeah. I uh that's when I was kinda like, man, I just I can't go right now. I can't sit here and you know, give up. And I was more worried about you over there and man, you got so messed up.
1: Yeah, man. I I probably asked about you When I was like Out of it When they were still talking to me But I, like, you're the first thing I asked about When I woke up in the hospital. First
0: thing dude I woke up Asking where you were yeah. <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was like Where's the churro and, then, and uh Sergeant Blake was trying to tell me Just hey You know Just relax But that's literally like I just kept thinking
1: Like Yeah oh, and I remember peace. that's when uh, Fucking She looked over And Morgan was shaking his, his head no Like I died or something And mm-hmm. she was Freaked
0: out for a second Yeah I was too man Nobody was really saying Nothing about you At that time Yeah And I just I was like dude Please just Like let him be okay bro That's literally Like Man that's literally All I could really think about In that moment oh, man mm. That was just a crazy Fucking Day I mean honestly
1: As shitty as it was It definitely Bonded us for sure Yeah you know, Said so, like you're You're
0: my brother Like for real For real man So Yeah I I uh, always say, dude, you know, if anys if anybody's gonna understand what you're going through, man, <laughs> I promise you, I'm, I'm probably the closest one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you definitely have a lot more battle scars than I do, man. Pretty cool scars, but you know, right, we're in this together, bro. Because what happened there was was nothing short of what the hell, you know. I mean, it's it's a miracle that we survived, honestly.
1: So, honestly, yeah when i when I went through the recovery and everything got back to being able to walk again mm-hmm. um, i kind of realized that there was so much i hadn't done yet too mm-hmm. uh, I, I keep thinking about it. like i, I got an itch to, yeah that i got scratched to do some like adrenaline junkie stuff i want to yeah. go skydiving so bad i always want to do stuff that makes me feel alive because yeah. i realized like Life going is through shit. everything life's so short there's so much i had not done yet
0: so i'm just like yeah i that, gotta do all this stuff yeah there's there's a. Uh... There was this cutoff, man. Like, I was thinking about my life. And it it was like a movie that... You know how when, like... You know, a disc can't be read in a DVD player. You know, cut halfway through the film and be like... Error. That's like... Literally, man. I was thinking about my life. And then there was just this error moment. Like, it was like... all right, that's it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man... I feel like I haven't really done much yet. You know? Some people would sit here and be like... Oh. But me personally... I haven't really achieved you know what i set out to do yeah and it yeah, would suck bad. it would suck if if i sat here and just was like you know what man all right i'll just go yeah no nah, we got too much fighting us to do shit like that oh too stubborn man uh, too stubborn and, and <laughs> what's worse about that moment was the pain was so bad dude i was over here just wishing i was kind of knocked out man i was yeah, like yeah. like they were holding my hands bro, because i was so like i mean just tears bro, like Fountain of tears because I mean, help was out of your body basically, so yeah. I, I, I don't blame you for in pain. Man. <laughs> yeah, man, I was like, my stuff was shattered, all kinds of stuff, man. And I remember uh, they kept giving me updates on uh, when the, you know, when the people were gonna arrive to pick us up. Yeah. And at first, like this, you know, I hear some sirens. So I'm thinking, like, oh, thank God. That was just like the fire, the fire department. Yeah, it, nobody's gonna help us, but <laughs> I was like. I was like, man, we 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 waited like another like ten minutes, bro. And I was just sitting there the whole time, just like holding on, bro. I remember at one point my vision was going blurry, and I was just sitting there getting ready to go to sleep. And started blank freaks out. She's like, just tell me about yourself. You know, what do you what do you want to do? And I just it was funny, man. It was it's like moments like that where like I really do appreciate her for like existing, man. Cause yeah. like. Like, man, I was in so much pain. I was just, like, weak, dude. Yeah, I feel like
1: everybody involved in that situation, we all got yeah. somewhat of a closer bond with each other because of that. Like, I saw Sergeant Howard the other day. Mm-hmm. Cause he's working at a training section now. I was going in there asking him questions about PTL stuff. Yeah. Um, And he's just asking me how I was doing and talking about how I was looking a lot better because he came to see me at my house mm-hmm. when I first got out of the rehab center for it. Um, yeah. And so he was just
0: amazed about how far I've come. I mean, it's been almost a year, but at the same yeah. time, like, yeah Everything that was wrong with me That's crazy Yeah right. Exactly man I don't Hey That's a blessing in itself And it's funny you say that man Cause like That's kinda how I am With Sergeant Kelman Like um Hands down One of my favorite people Yeah dude I I like Just after the whole incident man I remember him Sergeant Sorokin man They'd always check up on me yeah. Hey you need anything Hey You know They're always cracking jokes And he, Always man Every time I see him It's like Hey how you doing sir You know He's <laughs> I'm always excited to see people like him and, yeah. um, and interact with him. And
1: I mean, it's people like him that make work like easier to go to. I remember because yeah. he was my tech for a while when he was maintenance before he went over to op section and everything. Mm. And he always went out of his way to make sure like we were good, like, make yeah. sure we were having a good time. We weren't, you know, down on ourselves. Constantly. Obviously, this job isn't exactly a uh, right. Like, it's a fun one. So. Yeah, it's
0: not. It's not <laughs> all sunshines and rainbows Sunshine. man we definitely need
1: more people like him that's for sure
0: yeah I think uh what else was driving me man was just this the fact that I didn't really get to truly experience anything yet that was yeah, my very, that was
1: first tour I, yeah. that, okay that was one of the things that I felt so bad about yeah. when I came to I was like this is this man's first, first time going about. out in yeah. the field and he almost uh, he yeah felt and, so bad.
0: and you know what's funny man like like uh so many people were telling me like man that sucks welcome to my night <laughs> you know, and i was just i was just kind of thinking to myself man i'm just like hey i feel like honestly like i don't re- i don't regret a moment of that day i really don't because it taught me a lot you know before before the whole accident happened man i was like in this state of come on let's go let's go let's go let's go let's go you know i was always like doing the absolute most and by all means, that's not a that's not a negative trait to it's, have. It's not. Yeah, and but I I had to I had to learn to slow down sometimes and just smell the roses, dude. Like, yeah. It, it it definitely put my life to a halt, and it was frustrating for a time because you know we I'm fresh out of BMT and tech, and all we did was sit here and just grind. Yeah. <laughs> you know you got you we were always either studying something, taking a class, or learning something. That we were never. It was even on weekends man they were like yeah make sure you study this so when 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 all i'm getting from doctors leadership friends hey you just need to sit here and let this thing heal yeah just you need you need to just lay down and relax that's when i was kind of like you know first couple weeks man i was frustrated i was like man i can't do nothing you're not built for that man you're you're not built to sit around yeah right and and uh it got to a point man where after obviously after I was off all the the oxy and all those weird drugs they had me on, you know when I could actually level headedly think, I was I was thanking God man because I was like man, um, I found a, a a form of peace that I was missing, you know what I mean. Yeah. Now, dude, like nothing really bothers me or phases me. You know, a challenge comes in my way, you know the old me would be all like hyper and oh let's go i'm a little nervous now i'm just you know just face do it, it. Yeah, yeah man it's it's really no like uh it's really no uh tough thing for me to do now it's not something where i'm
1: like yeah i mean after what we went through there's not a lot that can really be tough for us so. yeah yeah <laughs> i
0: uh, i i stay telling uh houston man you know he'll it'll, it'll say something like oh this is gonna hurt i'm like bro listen i've i had just uh shattered bones all over my skin piercing through and I'm bleeding out I said nothing is gonna hurt me at this point yeah that's
1: that's honestly how I look at things too now I mean mm-hmm. there's there's stuff that gets to me mentally and so obviously you know the stuff that happened with Casey and things like that yeah. just things yeah. in my personal life that would get to me emotionally mm-hmm. but as a whole I definitely have a, a better perspective on life when okay. it comes to what happens and kind of just yeah. letting it you know brush off my shoulder and keep going yeah.
0: Hey man And you're not You're not the only one Man That that kind of had that I guess you could say That That moment of where You were losing a lot You yeah. know what I mean uh, Man I can't tell you How many people do I sit here And try to talk to them On a regular basis Don't want to talk to me uh, You know what I mean And uh, All of a sudden I get in the accident And everybody's Oh I'm praying for you It, it Stuff like that is frustrating Cause it's like it's like you only you only want to sit here and be for me out of pity.
2: Yeah,
1: it's
0: it's not because
1: they're trying to be there for you. It's because they think it's the right thing to
0: it, do. Exactly, it's never a genuine thing. And when you have when you have a moment where you're super vulnerable, you know what I mean. You're on your oxy, <laughs> and uh, and uh, you hear stuff like that, man. It gets to you in a in a way where you're like, man. You know, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, you know?
1: I I have more people reach out to me in my week in Fargo at the hospital than I had probably in my three years in the military. Bingo. Bingo. And I'm honestly grateful for it, the fact that I kind of figured out who my real friends were. Yeah. Like, my my small friend group here, like, they're the mm-hmm. ones that helped me through shit uh, yeah. that I was going through, through my curvy and everything that happened to me. So it was kind of... A blessing in disguise when it came to like, I really did figure out who the hell was there for me, and who yeah. wasn't, and yeah. who actually cared enough about me
0: to yeah to be there for me in the times where like I was at my lowest to help me get back up. Exactly, exactly, and that's that's man, that's that's how me and Houston got so freaking close, dude. We were already close beforehand, yeah. Like by all means, like we we did everything together, dude. But like Houston became straight up family for me especially at that time because this dude man i'm telling you i i sit here and brag about him all the time man he 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 like yeah i hate doing it these days because he gets a big head but man like nobody was there for me like him and my mom and my dad they were like i'm telling you dude like they were especially houston dude he took care of me and he, he knew how to handle Like my stubborn phase, dude Like he was real patient and calm with me yeah. He was very like, dude, like I'm not gonna sit here Unless you just, you know, yeah. re-injured The freaking thing, so sit down But he, he's man, he stuck By my side, and I remember I asked him one day I'll never forget it, dude, I'll never forget it I sat here, he was doing all this stuff for me And I looked at him I said, man, why are you even doing all this? I said, you never ask for anything in return I'm sitting here saying thank you, you say no need and he looked at me. He said, "Well, he said, uh, if I was in your shoes, if I was in this in this situation, he said, I know you would do the same for me." And that's when I realized who my friends were, and you know, who was just sitting here, "Yo, hey, uh, I'm praying for you." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's it. It's like, it's like that's when I was like, "All right, I know who's really like sticking out for me." Yeah, you know what I mean? And I wasn't thinking clearly. I wasn't on. I, you know, I wasn't mentally sound Because a piece of me was gone And I'm never, I'm never getting it back
1: Yeah, that's, that's the way to look at it for real We definitely had pieces of us die in that accident
0: Yeah, uh, it, it was like uh, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a shock factor for me Yeah You know, and In moments like that where I'm so vulnerable It really is dangerous on Who you allow into your life and that's what i'm saying man like i'm 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 really glad that a situation like that happened because you know i i feel like the old me would be still this naive kind of you know i feel like everybody's there to just make sure you know i'm i'm gonna look out for you you look after me yeah i realized man like you know not everybody not everybody has your best interests at heart and you don't you don't owe anybody anything yeah
3: you know.
0: hello hello we're doing a podcast. Would you like to join? Why not? Why not? Uh-huh. We have a a new member added to the party. He uh he didn't go
1: through the stuff that me and Horn did, yeah. but nah. you know, he he was there for me though, so he's allowed to talk. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, just you know, we we're just talking about uh, our experience, man. Nothing crazy. It's very it's very unfiltered. I've been cussing a lot. yeah, yeah. Very, very unedited. I'm <laughs> not gonna...
3: I mean, you cussing a lot isn't exactly new.
0: That's yeah. true. I got a sailor's mouth. That's that's for sure. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not gonna I'm not gonna cut anything out. If you want to say anything, you know, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, I mean,
3: I'll listen for a bit. You know, figure out where this conversation's going.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, he's we just you know was we just talking about who's really who's really who was really there for us during those trying times and
1: who was, was just, just you know. Giving their thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah I'm praying for you, man. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times I heard that, dude. Like, I got that from
1: so many people. Thoughts like, and prayers don't Literally, like I said, like, the only people that were legitimately here for me were my small group of like six friends, and then obviously you. Yeah. And you and Horn. Not, like, you and Houston. obviously I said you and Horn. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that, that was it. Other
3: than yeah. that, like, I mean, shit, obviously Houston family. couldn't leave the both of y'all alone.
0: Yeah, man. He hey, he <laughs> He couldn't leave you alone. Yeah, Houston, man, for a time, bro, was just kinda like hibernating to my room, man. <laughs> Every and and it was funny, dude, cause, like I knew I wasn't getting getting up. Like it would take me like thirty minutes to get out yeah. of bed. Yeah. So I'd try to limit my movement as much as I could. So I'd leave the door cracked and just let any random Joe Schmo, man, if they wanted to just walk in and say hi, I'd hey. So that was one of the worst things I know
1: I know you're talking about with uh yes. we we're gonna get out of bed cause when I when I first got out of the hospital um and moved back into my house with Casey mm-hmm. uh, first of all our bed was soft mm-hmm. mm. so I'm I was sick. laying that shit and I was oh, sinking oh man it. It's the worst. And I literally had to, like, I couldn't roll either Mm -hmm. because obviously, like, two parts of my fucking hip were were broken. So it was, all right, well, how do I get up? And I had to end up using my walker, Mm -hmm. like, put it on the side of my bed and use it as, like, leverage to try to, like, swing my legs around. Mm -hmm. And that on its own would take me, like,
0: 15 to 20 minutes just to do by myself. Bro, you are not lying. So it was funny, man. It's funny you say that. Uh, I I can only sleep on my back now. like yeah, that's yeah. that's what's comfortable for me. My body has adjusted to just sleeping on my back. And I remember uh like for the longest time it hurt to like straighten this leg. So I'd always have my knees bent and my back and I just lay I was laid out like that, right? And I remember uh Sergeant Kalman and Sergeant Soraka, man, they come knocking on the door They're like and I go, Yeah, come in, come in. And at this time, man, like I'm sweating. Like, I'm hot, you know what I mean? My knees are up, so it don't look good. <laughs> and I, I I remember, man, they, uh, I think it was Sergeant Calvin, man. He knocks, he goes, Horn? I'm like, yeah. Your hand isn't on your dick, is it? I was like, no, sir. And they walked in, man, it just looked awkward. And I turned my head and look at him. <laughs> and they just sitting there, they was like, you know, they was, they was pretty chill about it. But I just remember, like, dude. You know they had all kinds of shit. They wanted to say just, like, just lie. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it was just a little too soon. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was
1: like two, three weeks down the line. They would have said some shit. Yeah, <laughs> right,
0: right. This was like fresh, like me yeah. coming back. Yeah. So you know, they they was... tore them to pieces. Yeah, like, oh, that shit. In. Yeah, all so... I know is certain
1: and If you see me in that position, oh my um, god, yeah, you would have lit you, my man. ass up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would be no mercy for you. Hmm. I mean, yeah, man. shit.
1: You being late.
3: Sachar, so, you being laid up in bed did come with one benefit. You, when you texted the group chat saying you wanted to play D anD D, I was like, "Bitch, how are you getting here?" Uh and you played you're lighthouse. Like, "Exactly." <laughs> and I was like, "Do you have a table?" And I was like, "You." And you literally told me like,
1: "You've been to my parties. I've got folding tables everywhere." I was
3: like, oh, yeah. "Yeah,
1: you're right." <laughs> So I just, I, just, I, I remember this, because, so uh, we were playing, it was uh, a campaign based off like Norse mythology and shit, mm-hmm. um, and... Completely derailed. And I, <laughs> nonsense. I I just laid in my bed, just on my back, and I had my, my little dice tray with me on there, and I'll just roll. I'm <laughs> and then, dead, and bro. bro. And then I'll point at someone, and i like, hey, move my character. <laughs> so this I was is like, like this, is a, this, is the point, this is the point where you could like lean on
3: your side just a little bit, <laughs> And you were, like, always sprawled out, like, in the picture, like... Johnny like, car- one of your French girls. Not even that, like, in the cartoons, like, you have, like, the Greek Roman Emperor that's, like, coming <laughs> back, eating grapes on this random platform. That's what you look like. Oh, man. I, like, well, you so should you, have And some you were grapes. just, like, you, like, with a wave of your hand, like, movement. in And I was just, like, every single time you did that, was, like, I
1: swear, if you put peasant after a single few seconds, I'm
3: packing up my shit and going,
1: I wouldn't have put peasant on there. I was on too many drugs at that time. Yeah, man. You're not fucking lying, dude. Yeah, because also, yeah,
3: believe it or not, some of the funnier, the two most iconic things of that entire campaign came out of being at your house playing, because it was push, because that was the dumbest fucking shit. That wasn't here. Was it La- that? That was
1: talking about LePan? Yeah. No, that wasn't here. No, because it was no, the same that- time we
3: went back. Yeah. But, um, what was the other one? Oh, right, fucking Tyler's character dying. Oh, I do remember that. And then yeah. it gave birth to his number one, most iconic character, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, the most unlike original D and D name. He's like, <laughs> I'm just gonna call him Bobby. And then proceed to make him the greatest character he's ever built.
0: Oh wow, man! All I did, all I did while I was down was watch movies, dude. Like I watched
1: so many. I watched. Dude. I think within a week, I watched all of Community. The Office and Parks and Rec. Yeah. So I was just sitting there in my bed, like Casey's going to work and shit. I was sitting there by myself in the in my bed and was like, "What am I gonna do?" Because I can't get out of bed by myself. I was like, "Ah, right. uh, TV." And yeah, I watched all that.
0: Dude, I sat here and uh, binge watched like all of like the Marvel Saga, the Infinity Saga, binge watched all of that. Binge watched Community, did Dexter, Breaking Bad, and I think one other one. I, I can I can't think of it right now. You know, uh,
1: you know TJ, right? Sorry, Daniel. Yeah. Tell me, he does not look like the dean. Yes, (laughs) bro.
0: Yes, (laughs) bro. Oh my God, dude.
1: I was, uh, I was making his uh, his rad view the other day, and he was in there. I never saw it before, and I took his picture. And then I looked at the picture on the rab, I was like, <laughs> I was like, hold up. Right, the rab, like, squishes it just it does. a little bit, and was, that was it. <laughs> and it, it doesn't help that he wears the glasses, too. Oh, right. <laughs> so I was just oh. like, oh, my God. I looked at him and was like, you ever watch Community? He's like, nah. You know how like, times I've <laughs> asked
3: him now? Like, ever since you first mentioned
1: that, did have, like, it was like,
3: hey, show me your wrap. I want to see this. He refuses <laughs> to pull that. I don't even, I'm convinced he doesn't even keep it in his wallet now, because he know I'd probably steal his wallet and try to find it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. <laughs>
3: And it's probably has it like under the rug at his house in like a safe.
0: Dude, fit the description down to the T. He's crazy. <laughs> he does. It's it's... I do not even think of that until you brought it up. Yeah. Man. Like
1: <laughs> I never like I'd known him for a while too, and it never clicked until right. I, I made it. I made his badge. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> god damn! <laughs> I never see this.
0: Dude, <laughs> that's crazy. I uh, I think uh, out of everything I have binge watched uh, while I was down, I think the the one that really like I guess like marinated with me was Dexter I had never seen the show before I'm not really into like murder mysteries and yeah, stuff yeah. man but that was oh, one of them shows dude that just kind of lingered man I was like yo this is pretty fire this is pretty freaking fire they
1: love that show and they're coming up with a limited series for on HBO
0: yeah yep. they're remaking the final season yeah, yeah. I, 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 under, I understand now you know what I mean after watching I was kind of like alright yeah,
1: I get Just it. the concept of it was, like, cool. A serial killer that kills other serial killers. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's a dope concept. Like, me and my brother watched that a lot. Like, he had the uh, the complete series on DVD. So before we left for the Navy, we watched that stuff a bunch. It was that and Game of Thrones were the two things we watched all the time. Oh, wow. I don't yeah, even yeah. start on Game of Thrones. You never even watched it, man. I, I watched You know what? You know a season fucks up so bad that
3: I literally only watch it because I was guilty by association at other people's house when the episode came on. one. I watched like maybe the last four episodes of the last season.
1: Well, you were with me for two of those. Exactly. Yeah. And
3: I'm just like, why is this, why do I feel like this is such a shitty ending? And it's so sad that like, this is all that people talked about for what, five years? It was the yeah. number one, like it was culture, pop culture, all that shit. And then literally <laughs> after that last episode of the final season, you never, heard it. like you heard people bitch about it for about a week. And then it disappeared.
1: I mean, oh, that uh, meme about like the, the horse that's drawn is like yeah. seasons, that's literally Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, it's just yeah. like just, four it's seasons like, like, Kindergarten, immaculate. Beautiful. Immaculate horse for four seasons. Fifth seasons, like, okay, maybe a little worse. Mm-hmm. And then it goes six and seven, just
0: oh, uh, a, a two-year-old drew this. And it it's yeah. straight
1: up just like squiggly love.
3: It's, it's awful.
0: That's how I feel about the Flash, man. Like, the first... I mean,
3: Flash and Arrow
0: yeah. were good.
3: And then the they first... just
0: devolved. Yeah. I think I think that's the curse of like having a show run for so long, man. Yeah.
3: Like, you also, also got to think about
0: like
1: who is producing them too. Like the CW shows aren't that bad, but at the same time like they they took a lot of creative, you know, Liberty. liberties when it came to what they took from the comics. Which
3: is okay, yeah. but there's a point where there's too much. Yeah. yeah. There's a point where you're rewriting your own story, and if you're not someone who writes superhero comic book stories, you really should not be writing your own story
1: I, yeah. I did like what they did with diggle towards the end of the era though when they were gonna make mm-hmm. him yeah the, the john stewart of yeah. of the cw which was i thought was kind of cool mm. but we never really got to see that in fruition mm. no we didn't which was
0: kind of bummy yeah that's that's i guess the common trend for like dc in general man they'll have a cool concept and present a lot of great ideas and then nope they need to let <laughs> Snyder
1: finish his Snyderverse. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It won't. It will 100% not happen. It Everybody said it's not going to. But at the same time, like the, <laughs> the sheer amount. The things amount that should happen of, in the
3: movie industry and the things that know. will happen are two completely different things.
1: But the, the sheer amount of, you know, just views that it got on HBO Max yeah. when it came out should have shown Warner Brothers that there is a huge market mm. for that. For those movies to be finished. Yeah. Speaking of movies, you see that like Disney
3: has denied, like they keep denying that the Kenobi series has not been filmed at all, but people like have seen it, like accidentally seen it be filmed. It. Apparently, like the, the entire internet
1: community understands and is under the common understanding that it is done filming.
0: Yeah,
1: hey, I I'm perfectly fine with them keeping stuff a secret. You know, Uma McGregor Obo and Kenobi hands down one of my favorite characters of any thing ever. That's one of those things where if
3: I wake up one morning, I'm just like, oh, what's on Disney Plus? Oh, there's a Kenobi series. It's going to be a great fucking day. See, they're not going to do
1: that. No. Uh, I wouldn't think they would do that. They would at least give an announcement saying, like, hey, this one's going to be released. Right. But, yeah, I wouldn't be mad if they were super secretive and they are
0: like, hey. Here it is. There you go. Mm I'm like, well, shit. Mm -hmm. So. I got to be honest, man. The very first thing I saw when I got back from the hospital was Tarzan. Which one. uh, the cartoon first oh, right, one good yeah Chief Moore was there man and he was like you you want me to get you anything like pizza or something I was like yeah sure he came back with the pizza man he saw me watching Tarzan and I was <laughs> singing along with the song <laughs> and he was like he goes bro he's out of everything you could've watched you, you, you know you you got saved by the inch of your life you "Sir, <laughs> watch Tarzan I was like yes sir uh, no shame <laughs> no shame oh hey I'll watch the hell out of Tarzan. Man.
3: That is a man that, like, I don't take. Like, when people, like, say, why do you do this? Why do you do that? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, it could be the dumbest thing. Chief Moore could just look at me and be like, hey, why do you eat with uh, a fork in your left hand instead of your right? I'd be like, shit, my bad, and just switch. <laughs> right
1: back. I feel some, something I've done my entire life. You're no, right, wrong. sir. I will do what you say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, man. Yeah, Chief Chief Moore was, man, he was, he, he's... He was really cool yeah i was uh i think that's when i really started to get some as the
3: only person in this squadron i was ever once like genuinely
1: afraid of i was never afraid of him solely for the fact that i, I understood him when he came to as long as you were in a fuck up oh yeah. no not at
3: all no like yeah. i i knew that in was just there was one time i was at a map and just like he decided to come and post and like I had to go get the gate So I was like Oh crap It's Chief Moore Like I respect that man So like I ran out Did the whole hustle Maximum effort Blah 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 Ran back in Like so he was already in Looking at the lineup And I ran around him Ran up And then he immediately turns And like Stomps his way over to me And gets like Within an inch of my face And I'm just like oh, <laughs> "What <I do?" laughs> like, I'm like I'm breathing heavy <laughs> I got all my gear on I'm out of shape And I'm just like So you pause crash punch? He's like Yes I do and I was like, okay. <laughs> like, for like a split second, my brain just shut off. Because I was What's like, "This is <laughs> the scariest shit I've ever seen. I'm just like, why, dude? What did I do to you? <laughs> I'm so whatever it was. I'm so sorry. Leave me alone now. Oh, man. And then five minutes later, this man is asking me about Dungeons and Fucking Dragons. <laughs> and then plays. And he's
1: that was it. That was it yeah him and chief solely so far have been my favorite chiefs hands down have you have you spoken to chief solely at all
0: uh not not directly no he
1: was he was in the er that day when we got brought there really yeah i i didn't know he uh
0: i talked to senior thomas for a little bit
1: i remember so i remember waking up in the er and seeing uh senior thomas and then casey at the fucking foot of my bed Mm. but uh yes uh solely said that he was there and he uh he whispered in my ear, he's like, You better not fucking die, and that's that's all he said to me. Yeah. <laughs> those are the only words he said. Um, so the next time I talked to him was like, It was like a month ago, actually. And he was talking about that, and uh, he's like, Well, I'm happy you didn't die. I was like, Me too, chief. Me too. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to be here. Real good choice of wording. Yeah. Thanks. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, I'm happy you're not slaughtered across the uh, <laughs> yeah. soft grass, yeah. you know, somewhere in the distance.
1: That's the, that's the crazy thing about that accent, too, man. I literally landed. In the only spot I could survive
0: Yeah
1: Like yeah. I've never been a re- super religious dude But at the same time I was like Someone had to have been like Nah he's not landing on the asphalt He's not yeah. landing on the rocks He's not landing in the water Let me get this little Five foot ditch With
0: soft grass Dude what's even worse man Is when I found out like I was like An inch away from getting crushed By the freaking thing
1: Yeah man I thought about that too Cause I, I was like, like, like
0: I've had dreams
1: about that too I can't, I can't tell if it was my My brain Playing tricks on me or not But Yeah Like, lately, I've been having more dreams, and, like, I've seen more of the accident. And that was one of those things where, so I got ejected first. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, from what I remember, uh, again, it's just not playing tricks on me. So I was fucking flying out there, and I saw the Humvee keep rolling. And then I was going, like, over. So it went passenger side first, and then kept going. And then uh, I got ejected, and then it kept going. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I was thinking that, too, when I was seeing it. I was like, damn, like, how you got ejected and how the Humvee was rolling, like, you really could have gotten crushed by it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's crazy to think about, man. Yeah, that's trippy. That's like that's like one of those things, man. Like, if it did had had it, had it happened you know, the way it was intended, dude, I wouldn't even like realize I was gone. Yeah, you know what I mean. What, it wouldn't have been one of those things where I was just like, "Oh crap, I'm screwed." It, it just would have happened. Yeah, it would have been lights out. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> things like that is like really what like I'm not gonna lie. What keeps me up at night, man. And it's just this idea that That boom I could have been gone bro One minute yeah. I'm sitting here And i am The next God is sitting here You know Rolling some dice Going like hey Who's expecting you bro you know, <laughs> Go chill over there
1: All over a damn
0: deer Dude That's one thing that's crazy too man, man. Like those You remember
1: how long we had to wait too At the BX to, to go Because we're waiting for the yes, maintainers Yes bro I actually uh, I met one of the maintainers on that team uh-huh. uh about like two or three weeks ago really and uh he was talking to me um about stuff and i told him you know he was asking me why i was getting med board and stuff like that i told him about the accident he was like holy shit you were that kid and he's like how, how was your uh, maintenance crew and as i asked him i was like all right well i got a question for you then <laughs> i was like yeah. uh, why did y'all leave without convoying out with us like you were supposed to mm-hmm. and he's like oh man our leadership told us to uh to wait another 30 minutes while we're at the BX. And if y'all weren't there, just go ahead and leave. And I was like, all right, I get that. But then why didn't that get, you know, yeah. pushed over to us? So we yeah. weren't sitting there waiting for y'all. And he's like, I don't know, man, that's crazy. And I was like, yeah, because, you know, if we had left, those was 45 minutes earlier, yeah, we, we kinda, wouldn't have hit a deer.
0: Yeah, we probably would have been chilling, bro.
1: We would have been on us, because we're five minutes away from the site when it happened. Yeah. So it's like, we, we literally would have been on the site. There would have been no deer. But then, yeah, I was like... Should, that was just crazy I, mean, I, was, I was talking about that He thought that was kind of crazy too but I guess you know shit that's supposed to happen is gonna find a way to happen
0: yeah hey, Amen. I always think about like like the other side of the coin you
2: yeah. know what I mean
0: cause so me being the way I am I'm, I'm a firm believer you know in, in Jesus Christ and God I feel like a lot of the times when things are set in place you know in my life even if it seems rather negative at that time, it might be to avoid something even worse. Yeah. you see what i'm saying and i'm not i'm not I'm not saying like had we been forty five minutes earlier, like we would have been dead or something no no I don't know what the you know alternative could have been but i i i, I tend to try to like learn from every obstacle that's kind of like smack dab right in front of me, yeah you know what I mean now. Getting that new information, that kind of pisses me off. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, that's kind of like, bro. Like, really? Come on. How you but, feeling
1: right now is how I felt
0: during that conversation. Yeah, I know. Like, come <laughs> on. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: That's like the, but, the epitome of what the military is right there. It's lack
0: of communication on all fronts. Yeah. That, that's one of those things, man, where it's like, dude. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh. Come on. But at the same time, it's Detroit, you're set for life.
1: We'll see, man. I, I, like, we got to wait for the actual mentor to happen all that yeah. stuff. I mean, I'm going to be getting paid by them for the rest of my life. It's just going to be how yeah, much. Because much. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, got...
0: they can spread that out for the remainder of your life, man. You only well, get like a
1: dollar so, a week. <laughs> well, so they, they can't do that. So if they, uh, there's a pencil for them to mentally retire me. If that happens, it's like... Basically, what I'm getting paid now is so I'll get paid for the rest of my life by the military. Oh, nice. And so I'll be making, like, let's say I do make staff, uh-huh. um, and I get to retire as a staff. Then I'll be sitting at, like, $36,000 a year off of the military, and that's untaxable shit, too. Mm-hmm. So I'll get that for the rest of my life unless I got so much better that, you know, yeah. like somehow the aneurysm goes away, and my leg all of a sudden doesn't need metal. Right? Yeah, um, right. Uh, then so I've been able to do that and that's actually uh, something I'm kind of hoping happens because uh, I was thinking about that too it it alleviates some pressures when it comes to civilian sector when it comes to jobs yeah I'm like close to 40k a year off of what the military is giving me mm-hmm. 60 to 70k a year gets me like either close to six figures or into six figures all right. so it's just one of those you'll things definitely,
0: you'll definitely get all of that though because it's all so. documented yeah and not only that man it, it wasn't just physical, but psychological as
1: well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, got, I still got trouble with so stuff. Like I said, I, 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 I have dreams about the, uh, the rip. Nightmares. Yeah, and then uh, I do have issues when, when it comes to driving. Um, yeah, at night. Uh, not just at night. So, I mean, the, the night stuff's gotten better. Um, the night thing was mainly just because of the nerve damage on my face with my eye. Mm. Um, uh, the pupil mm. basically just would... Dilate and stuff on his own. Yeah, and so if I was driving at night the headlights would just I would, I'd be blind in an eye for a minute Yeah, um, so eventually I kind of learned how to drive with one eye at night. Wow. That's how I had to learn um, but now nah, the uh, The biggest things for when it comes to like what happened to me and then when it comes to driving is anything that kind of goes in front of my car in any capacity when I'm driving like there's like a two or three seconds of all of a sudden I see them like I'm scared right so like I've had like even birds like I I used to be like all right I see a bird flying by my car it's gonna fly away I'm good but now when I want to see that it's just like three four seconds of I me mean, my like, holy shit I'm about to hit this hit this and then mm-hmm. what's well, gonna happen because I mean when we hit the deer I was like all right I can't stop I'm gonna hit as head on as I can and we're gonna be okay and we just got unlucky with it getting lodged in our wheel well. So yeah. and now my whole brain just goes, well, I got unlucky with that. What if I get unlucky
0: with this? this. And it's just yeah. one of those, it's like... See, but that's the thing, man. The way it actually had happened, even the investigators, you know, actually going to the Humvee, inspecting it, looking at the crash site, they said it was an anomaly,
1: yeah, it was, it was you know, a freak accident.
0: It was, like, it was one of those one in a million chances type yeah. thing. Like, the fact that I found out the deer got stuck in the wheel, I was like, man, how's that even freaking happen? It made
1: sense to me, honestly, when I thought about it, too, because I remember before the, like, because I remember everything past, like, the end of the first roll. Well, before the end of the first roll. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those things where I, I remember our back end going out, and I was trying to turn the wheel to the right. The corrects and i remember there being a lot of like tension a lot of yeah a lot of power i had to put into it to even try to turn it at all and it really wouldn't go now, i didn't know it was stuck in our wheel well but when right. i found out i was like all right, that makes a lot of sense because usually with a back end going out like that i can turn the wheel and at least correct it into a point where we're not going to flip right so it was just that was kind of crazy to me i explained so much about the wreck when i found out about it right exactly exactly now yeah certain common did show me a picture of that deer too it was uh one side of it was like entirely
0: skinned Skin, and, yeah which is crazy man that's why i'm kind of like i hate bambi bruh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know uh yeah. Sergeant
1: Cal, my, my new tech at a uh, past uh he he goes hunting all the time and he wants me to go deer hunting with him he's like you want to kill a bunch of bambis and i was just like
0: <laughs> maybe,
1: you know, maybe I'll take that deer population down and I'm not going to him anymore.
0: Tempting, <laughs> I was, uh, uh, one of my, I think it was like maybe three or four trips outs ago, go, man. I was with, I was with my buddy Goodwin and we was driving to a site and I was looking at this deer, dude, and the deer literally, like, like, it was on the side of the road and I looked at Goodwin and I was like, hey, slow down, just slow down. Yeah. And sure enough, man, like, the deer... Came sprinting across I'm like what is up with these deer dude You would think Like I mean you step in their direction They take off running You know what I mean A full on Four ton armored vehicle Come hurling through And they just think it's like It's it's game time
1: <laughs> Let me lower my head real quick
0: Yeah let me go ahead and Try to run across as fast yeah, as yeah. possible Like it don't make sense bro Like I sat here and Throwing sticks at deer They just gone yeah Run to the fours. They see a car flying through, hitting like 60. They're like, oh, time to go.
1: I almost hit a deer my, uh, my first day back to work, too. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, that would have been it for me. It was me. in the morning, too. So it was like <laughs> it was like 7. I was driving to work. And, I know you was uh, cussing up a storm. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I, I was having living. like a panic attack for the rest of the drive. <laughs> I would have been living, bro. It was literally like five minutes onto 83. and I was sitting there, and it was still dark. And all of a sudden, I see this fucking deer run across. And I didn't see it right away. It was, like, right in front of my car. And it was, like, maybe 15 feet in front of me. And I was going 70. So, it's like, I was like, oh, shit. So, I started to, like, <laughs> hit my brakes and try to not hit it. Right. And then it kept running. And so, like, I just had a flashback, man. I was just like, fuck. Yeah. Like, what are the odds that my first day ever yeah, every- driving to work <laughs> is the day it's that I almost d- hit a fucking deer? Yeah, man. Like, oh. and the guy was just playing it, like. He he's probably sitting another there laughing his ass off. Oh, yeah, <laughs>
2: like, <I laughs>
0: got like you. Of this motherfucker right here. <laughs> oh, fuck. Man, that's that's a. That, hey, I'm not even. I can't even sit here and just like joke about that, man. I do. I'd be the same way. That I I'm like that with wildlife now in general. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's like a little possum or like squirrel or something just running through, bro. Like I'm super cautious because I'm like, like man, watch I like run it over. The whole wheel skitters because of the blood and flips, and now I'm all. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, just the way my leg's been. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> let them run through, man. <laughs> and and uh, with a bigger animal like that, man, it's like, that's just insane how, like, those chains of events happened. The fact we were in the front. The fact that, uh, you know, you had those certain individuals there at that time. The fact that the deer was set in place at that moment. And in that, and, 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 and that second, where everything just kind of, like, came together yeah you know i always think about like the little things as well like what if we did this slightly different i like, remember when you had to adjust the uh, hood of the humvee yeah because it was unstrapped like it came unstrapped i was like uh imagine how we didn't stop for that 15 seconds yeah you know what i mean like it's stuff like that where i'm like man it, this could have been a drastically different situation you know what if it was the humvee behind us or what if it was like the deer ran across and we were still chilling go, went to the site you know what I mean? No, would, no, I, no. would I be different, you know, today? Would I, would I have, would I, would I be friends with, with, you know, the people that, that not, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Would I, or, or, would I, would I sit here and still be naive towards the people that really didn't give a shit about me? Yeah,
1: I know. You know what I mean? I definitely, as shitty as everything that we went through, I honestly wouldn't change a thing.
0: Yeah. I that's, learned, I learned and, so much about myself. And that's what I'm saying, man. Like, uh. I don't, uh, I don't, there's not a day that goes by where I'm like, man, I wish this wouldn't have happened. Uh, Now, obviously in the moment when I was crippled, you know what I mean? I was like, damn, but you know, it gave me a lot of time to reflect. We went like Houston and I went to the lake one time, uh, when I was freshly off the walker, I was still kind of limping, but I was, I was making my way through and we went to the lake, man. We was just chilling there for a second. I was like, man, there's not a thing I would change. You know, I I was finally off the oxy, and I was like clear headed. It felt great. Man, I couldn't I couldn't stand the oxy. They said I had to take two a day. I only took one. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I I did two for initially because of the pain, and I stopped. Man, like the room would spin and yeah. I was just I was gone.
1: Yeah, man, I got I got a lot of addicted personalities in my family, so mm. like really the only hard like painkillers they ever gave me that i was okay with taking was delighted when i was in the hospital initially yeah that was just because like when i was not on it mm-hmm. my leg felt like there was just like 50
0: saws just sawing yeah. all day yeah and and that's the thing man like uh it's uh man i that oxy was an undescribable dude like at one point i don't even remember it but Houston was telling me like one one night, man, I just broke down to him He said, dude, you just kept on crying He was like, I didn't know what to do He, he was just miserable <laughs> I was like, man, I don't even remember that He was like, yeah, he said, that night You sat here and you just broke he, he was like, he was just crying There was tears I couldn't make out a lot of what you were saying He said, he was like, but bro you just shaking, just crying and I, I, I don't know He was like, man, you're tripping <laughs> that's where you're not different with that stuff.
1: I yeah. was because I was still living with Case and everything. And I didn't want her to like Yeah to see me break
0: down. Yeah, I, I and that was the thing, man. I, I thought I was holding strong yeah. like this whole time. But he told me every time I took the oxy man, like I was just weird. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing, man. Like, like a lot of a lot of the times when I took the oxy dude, I, I was almost like just zooted, man. I was just gone. I don't, it, 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 no, don't get me wrong, it numbed the pain, all right, it did what it it needed, yeah, Yeah, it did what it needed to do, it was quite effective, like, it it kicked in, like, right away. You just don't like how you feel on it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, ah, man, and I wake up the next morning, and it was, like, fresh pain. Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) that was the worst part about it initially, man, like, yeah, because I was different with you, uh, than you, because, obviously, you had to sleep with, like, your legs bent and everything, Mm mm-hmm. Uh, I had to sleep with my leg brace on and locked, so my my leg bra- my leg was straight twenty four seven no like, thank you for like two months i couldn 't i couldn 't do anything to that yeah uh, that was the worst thing in the world
0: man yeah no
1: thank you and yeah I, I still like I sleep on my stomach now, but i still can 't sleep with my leg bent
0: too yeah. much i can 't It it 's
1: like locked in there uh-huh i right. can't
0: i can't i can 't sleep on my sides nah. dude i i literally can 't yeah. i I used to be able to like curl up like that now dude like i I attempt that and I'm just like, bro, like this actually sucks. So I'll just I like my, my body's comfortable with the back now Cause that's literally all I did was lay on my back. Uh I will sink right into my bed and fall right on asleep with that. Yeah. I still have my uh freaking leg hook, dude. That that really? I really yeah <laughs> Yeah. That I used to like move my leg around. It didn't help for the first uh, like three weeks. Cause uh I was sitting here trying to like I'm sitting here trying to like, you know uh Get out of bed as best as I can, and I remember I forgot who was who walked in my room. I think it was either like <laughs> Sergeant Womack or it was somebody. Man, he's talking to me. He was like, "You get up, well," and I'm sitting here attempting it, man. Like, <laughs> couldn't move nowhere, <laughs> man. I was I was trying to use my leg, uh, my leg hook to like move this one yeah. off. But even if I went too far, like my whole leg would lock in and yep. felt the metal, and it just pain. So you know. He, he, you like, limited, man. But I remember uh, I, would, I would always be happy when Houston would walk in because I'd be like, here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, he'd help me, you know, help me get up.
1: Yeah, I remember my, my first time trying to get out of bed um, in the hospital, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I mean, I've been in the bed for three straight days. Right. Place, maybe more. I can't remember, honestly. Um, and they tried to help uh, me get up. And... <laughs> The moment I put weight down on my right leg, uh, my pe- my pelvis just started screaming at me, mm-hmm. and they literally There's two nurses next to me. They had to hold me up, cause oh, I couldn't yeah. do it. And yeah. I was with a walker next to me and everything.
0: Yeah, exactly, man. They told me to stand straight up, you know, like the first, like I think, like the day after the surgery. Yeah. You know, just to see how it felt, man. I was about ready to pass out. Yeah.
1: I almost did, uh, actually, my, my first day going back into the house uh, when I got out of the rehab center. And mm-hmm. um, I was getting out the car, and I was sitting there waiting for Casey uh, to, like, get the dog and cat out of the way. So I get up there, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there. So we, we figured it out where, like, I went backwards into the garage door mm-hmm. uh, leading into the house, and I was going to lift myself up, and she was going to help me out. Um, but it took her longer than I thought. So I was sitting there waiting for her, and then I started to faint. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Like, I'd never been so helpless in my entire life. She she had to catch me,
2: <laughs> yeah. And
1: man. I I saw the look on her face after that. and I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. Like I I didn't realize how
0: bad it really was until yeah. I saw her face. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's that's just a, such a miserable feeling. I I I even said, I said I think the one thing we take for granted, man, is walking.
2: It oh my god! Nothing, yeah. It
0: ain't it ain't nothing like it, dude. I sat here. With the walker and everything, man, it took me about 20 minutes to get to, to Houston's car in the parking lot, yeah. which was parked right in front of the dorm. It took me 20 minutes. It, wasn't even, only t- it would only take like 10 steps. Yeah. I'm sitting here. I got to the car, felt right on asleep, sleep, man. I was yeah, tired. Man. I was I'm, exhausted.
1: I remember uh, my, my first <laughs> few days in the rehab center when they were doing all the physical therapy on me. Um, mm. There was this guy that worked there. And he he had the biggest limp I've I probably ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And I was sitting in the wheelchair, and I couldn't even move my wheelchair myself because of my ribs. Uh-huh. Um, and I was just, I looked at him and was like, I would give anything to yeah. able to walk like that man right now.
0: Yeah, man. That's, a. Hey, one thing I won't complain about during this whole situation, man, was uh, the food train, dude see i didn't get that you didn't get that <laughs> no. man well, he lived on base, so it hey oh a lot easier right for you. right yeah. right
1: so i mean for me it was casey making me food and mm. i also had the uh my teeth were fucked up too i'm sure you remember yeah. That. yeah yeah so she had to like cut up all my food too so i could eat it yeah so i couldn't bite into shit with my front
0: teeth uh, hey it went like it went none like it i mean uh, i was telling houston <laughs> I said, if it's a tech sergeant or above, the food about to be fire, man. Yeah, because they got the money. <laughs> yeah, dude. They came in, man. And it was all home-cooked meals, dude. Man. Colonel Bates, man. That was some of the best food I've had in a minute. That was made out of love, bro. I was like, she, what she said when she told me, yeah, I just whipped up something quick. I knew it was going to be fire. <laughs> every, every, good, every good chef, bro says that this says that like oh yeah it's quick up some slight i was like this food about to be crazy good (laughs) if it's something like that same with a, same with a, um uh what's his name dude grilled the chicken dude (sighs) eat me with the grill man i can't even think of his name right now what rank is he uh tech sergeant Yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm so, like, yeah. like my, my brain all over the place right now. I'm, <laughs> I hope you don't hear this, man. That would be crazy. He's like, <laughs> like, damn, I cooked him the chicken for no reason. <laughs> right. <laughs> and his foot was some of the best I have, man. He gave me two uh, two containers. He was like, uh, yeah, you can have one for now and then one for dinner. I was being nice. And I was like, you know what? You know, Houston taking care of me. I'll give him the other one. Well, you ate that? And you're like, no. <laughs> no, hey, man. I was, no, I I ended up giving it to Houston, but. I sat here and regretted it, man. I took one bite of that chicken, dude. I was like, yo! <laughs>
1: Did God bake this shit? Yeah, and, and,
0: and, and Houston didn't. So the way Houston eats is kind of weird. Like, he'll, he'll, like, like let's say you got mashed potatoes, fried chicken, and mac and cheese yeah. on your plate, right? He's the kind of guy to focus on one aspect of the meal. doesn't go around? He, he, yeah, he don't mix and match. He don't, like, eat the chicken, eat the mash. Like, he'll, he'll strictly eat the mac, then go over to the mash, and then get the chicken. What the- so oh hey i'm not even gonna get th- into this that's how we eat oh man and i and i remember i remember he had finished the mashed potatoes and the asparagus and left the chicken i was about ready to steal it like i had finished my whole plate i was done and i looked at his chicken and i was like man you gonna eat that he's like oh yeah absolutely i was licking my lips man i was like bro this dude got like five seconds
1: you should be like give it to the cripple let's go
2: <laughs> hey man
0: i got a shattered pelvis <laughs> like guilt triple <laughs> you could
1: have man you definitely would have given that shit you'd be like daddy you're right
0: <laughs> you were eating too slow <laughs> you said you know I was trying to be nice man I took one bite of that chicken I was like <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> like that thing was so good I, it just dang it was Tech Sergeant Wiggins. That's who it was? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, fucking, oh. Hey, i mean me with had the... that
0: man make me fucking chicken. Hey, he, me with the grill. <laughs> I just, I thought of him. I was just like, hey, he's lethal with the grill, bro. <laughs> Tech Sergeant Wiggins, dude. That dude is crazy with the grill, man. What a
1: dick. He didn't make me food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I
0: worked with that motherfucker and he didn't yeah. Back for me he, Yeah, he came over, man. He was like, yeah, I was just barbecuing. Um, you know, I just came over with it, man. I was like, hey. <laughs> I'll take it, and that sucks, man. Because I thought you were getting the same treatment.
1: No, nah, man, no, no one came over, got me food. Not even Colonel. No, nah, man, they uh, so no, Colonel Bates, uh, she only ever came to see me when I was in the rehab center. Mm. She came that day it was her, uh, her and Captain Metz. and they came and talked to me hey. for like thirty minutes, and that oh. was real awkward. Cause I was like, I don't know what to say to y'all. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> well, I'm sitting here in a bed and I can't get up, and you guys are like, oh, you look so much better. I'm like, thank, uh, thank you. you. Like, uh, hey. I feel awful, but hey. cool.
0: <laughs> I wish. Man, that's one of those people I wish you could have had their cooking. Well, her and, no, it's, yes, her and Sergeant Womack, bro. I mean, uh, Sergeant Wiggins.
1: I, I think I can still convince Sergeant Wiggins to make me some food because he yeah. and Sergeant San Andre are supposed to take me out to the bars anyway. Oh, cause, yeah. Because uh, oh, yeah. when I was working with them, that's when everything was going on. And mm. they were like, damn, like this kid's been through so much. When we can go out to bars again, we're going to
0: take him out drinking. Hey, hey, and what better than to say, "Hey, look, I'm on the med board now." You know, yeah, uh, might as well. Hey, even this might be one of the last times. (laughs) That's true. Hey, hey, by the way, can you make us some chicken? (laughs) Hey, dead ass. Hey, I've been hearing a lot about your chicken, man. You know, from anonymous sources. (laughs) I wouldn't even
1: say anonymous sources. I'm like, hey, horn says you (laughs) make some bomb ass chicken. Horn said he,
0: you gonna make me some of that. (laughs) Hey, horn said he uh. You said, "Uh, he he loves you because of that chicken, man." I'm trying to figure out, <laughs> you know. That, hey, that dude is. That dude is uh. He's gifted with the with the grill, man. Yeah. He's he's gifted.
1: With the See now, all I can think about is chicken. Now this is your fault.
0: Yeah, hey, I'm thinking about that juicy chicken, yeah. man. That thing was like, I mean, the smoke was coming off it. I- <laughs> You know what I mean? And hey, you ever had So that hot was food? like
1: freshly grilled
0: then too. It wasn't. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, man. Yeah. That uh. Yeah. I think I think if I had a if I had to you know compare like which one was better I think Colonel Bates beats somebody like a hair. Really. That food, and and it, and it wasn't even like like hot food. It was like kind of chill, You know what I mean? So you like What's you. Made? If, It was, like, uh, it was kind of, like, so she had, like, this ground turkey beef on top. Okay. Like, some carrots that were sliced thinly and and lettuce and, like, rice on the bottom. She had, like, this sauce on it, dude. And I I had mixed it all up and was eating it, man. And I had eaten, like, I told myself, I was, like, yo, I'm going to save it for dinner. So, you know, I had been, like, an hour in, man. And it wasn't, like, cold, cold, but it was, like, you know, it was, like, a lukewarm. Yeah. Bro, that that thing was still fired. Like I was like, what in the world? It wasn't even hot. It it wasn't like it wasn't like the chicken. You know what I mean? Where the juicy chicken was. You yeah, fucking steaming. Steam yeah, it, it wasn't like that. It was like I was scarfing it down, man. I that's how kept, you know
1: that's good, man. You eat yeah. hot or cold and it's still
0: good. I knew it was gonna be fired, but I didn't know like to what extent because yeah. she was she sat here and said it was something slight. Whenever they say that If they sit here And hype up their food Nine times out of ten It's gonna be trash Like if they're just like Oh yeah no, you gonna like this But if they (laughs) sit here And they go Yeah you know I just whipped something up Last second Bro I I sat back I was like (laughs) Alright I gotta see what This is all about (laughs) man I I, uh, Man I I I still have the taste Of it in my mouth It's so good
1: Do you ever get a chance To uh, talk to your husband Owen about stuff Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he was there when she handed me the food. Really? He, okay. Yeah, he taught me what to do. Uh, he taught me how to walk better.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Honestly, hey. man, I, like it's crazy the fact that he was there for us during our recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned so much from him about shit. Yeah,
0: you remember? uh did, if you remember that one commander's call? It was like one of the last ones before they had dipped out. Yeah, he well, talked I about those. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. He uh, he told me uh, I had like met him after the commander's call. Yeah. And he said, "Horn." He said, "Man, I ain't even recognize you." He said, "You moving around so nice now." I said, "Sir, is, I took your advice." He said, "Every day, just walk around the dorm." Yeah. He said, "Go outside, with your little walker, and just kind of walk around the dorm." He said, "It give you peace of mind, and you're focused on something." And I did that every day. Yeah. Every day, I. You know, when I when I could get out of bed. You know, there there was obviously days where I was just so drugged up. I, I couldn't even really function. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the days that I was conscious, man. I get up out of my bed. I pause the movie. Go out. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten, it was like a movie plan. Hey, I get man. up. Go outside the building. Just walk, man. I, I did that. And, uh, hey, shout out to my mom, man. When she got here, she really... I think I think Colonel Bass's husband, man, uh, he taught me how to like walk on the leg again. Yeah. And Ma taught me how to get my walk back. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I, I no longer had the limp once my mom came 'cause she uh she she was talking about how uh <laughs> when she was kinda having walking troubles, you know, she talked to her doctor and asked what you know, what she could do yeah. to get her walk back. And she kinda had me doing the same thing. It was simple, man. She just said exaggerate your walk she said when you when you're getting ready to take that step on the leg that hurt she said go slow she said gonna hurt yeah. yeah by all means she said I'm, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you she said but that's how it's gonna get stronger and by and and at that time i know you can testify to this man you know our legs bruh like i don't know about you man but my my thing was so skinny it it had, Oh my god. It yeah, it looked yeah, like right. something off a movie, dude. Like it I, I feel like
1: I could see all my bones.
0: Yeah. It was it was like my calf was flat and that. like all of this was just like no meat, no nothing. And I remember just exaggerating my walk on it, man, and and it hurt and tired me, but that's how I got my walk back. I wasn't lip it no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I know for me, uh Owen was more of a Help me on the mental side of things. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was nowhere near where I needed to be physically when I first started talking to him, and he was mainly helping me about, like, figuring out how to navigate my feelings and shit, because after the stuff that happened with Casey, and then obviously, you know, like, Mm -hmm. my grandma died, my grandpa getting cancer, and all the stuff that was going on.
0: Yeah. uh,
1: I was, like, I was in a fucked up place. Amen. And it was was, was one of the things where uh, he talked to me a lot about his experiences after he got wounded and everything, and how... Yeah. he had to deal with stuff mentally um, and it definitely helped me get out of that mindset of like because there, there was times I'm not gonna lie where I was sitting there in my bed uh, when I first moved into this house and I was like damn like that might have been better for me to die in the wreck Yeah, hey, I was going through all that stuff hey, it was, man. It was, I mean, that was a shitty thing to go through yeah. I've never been depressed before in my life yeah. that was one of those things where I was like, it hit me like a truck and I didn't know how to get out of it
0: dude you ain't lying dude there was one there was one day man I had five mental breakdowns like right. back to back it wasn't like it wasn't like I had one one day of the week and then like a week later No, nah, bro like I sat here and kept up this act of hey I'm a happy-go-lucky kind of guy I'm i gonna keep to the positive side of things and I had deluded myself into thinking that that maybe if I just sat here and looked on the brighter side of things yeah. I was gonna be okay I didn't have the chance to I didn't allow myself to grieve like I should've you know what I mean? I think if 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 there's a message people can learn from this conversation today, listen, just it's OK to be sad and mad. It, it literally is an emotion. We are we are human. We're going to feel those emotions to sit here and 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 try to almost like negate that and, and try to come up with all these excuses of, uh, you know, I, I have a lot to be thankful for. Sure, you do but now you're you're not giving you yourself that service of actually grieving and that's that's all a part of the healing process i sat here and deluded myself and told myself i'm okay and all of a sudden all of that crumbled i was so frustrated one day and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get into you know my, my whole drama thing with you know other people but i remember just thinking to myself man like I felt like I was this supplier for people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like here, come come to me. Cry, cry on me. Go ahead. Tell me about your story. Go ahead. I'm going to listen. I never had that luxury. I never had that luxury of sitting here and being able to share that side, being able to talk to people, being able to, you know, actually, actually project how I'm feeling and it all came crashing down one day and i remember just thinking to myself i hate being in my skin i hate it i was so i was so listen man i was i was so messed up one day that uh that uh, i just i couldn't i was living in my own mess and i don't want to i don't want to bother houston about it yeah. you know i wouldn't like i don't want to sit here and be like look hey man uh <laughs> You know, I'm just I'm going through hell right now. But at the same time, man, I was like I was missing so many steps of my life, man. And it it it, it was a it was a build up. It was you know, in my in my in my life, in general, even before the wreck, yeah. I, I was always I was always the go to guy. Always. Somebody always came to me about something. You know what I mean? They was like, hey, I got this, this, this going on, and they never, they never got to understand. Man, no, I no, no. had a lot going on in my life, as well.
1: I know what you mean. I know. Uh, I've always been considered like in all my friend groups, mm-hmm. like they always consider me like the dad of the group. Yeah, they always come to me for advice and stuff. And I, I'm like, I've always thought of myself as like someone's good at giving advice, mm-hmm. but no one ever like, yeah, no one ever really sat there and was like, hey, like, how are you doing?
0: Yeah, man. It wasn't until, it really wasn't until Houston, man. And I, uh, even then, I was like so foreign to it. Uh, I didn't know, like, when old dude was sitting here taking care of me, because, you know, the first week I'm sitting trying to do laundry, uh, claim my room. Obviously, I couldn't do none of it. But I remember Houston just, you know, just, hey, man, like, talk to me. And I was so foreign to it. I never, I've never had anybody to just, like, I'm going to be honest, man. Like, I'm going to keep it a buck fifty. They're like, I, I've had plenty of moments in my life where I wish I could have had somebody to just sit here and cry to.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Sit here and, hey, look. This, this, this going on in my life right now is just so messed up. I yeah. just need to talk. I never had that. Never had it. Even, even man, even while I was sitting here crippled, I was still trying to sit here and help people. And I never I never gave myself... It wasn't until, it wasn't until I went to Miss Darlene and she helped me to realize, like, look, bro, you need to let out a lot of your stuff. Yeah. She she even told me, she said, it's it's great that you, you're high spirited. She said, I, I wish we had more people like you. She said, but at the same time, you are denying yourself that release. And I feel like, I feel like, you know, that wreck, man, like when I had those breakdowns, bro, like I was sitting here like, like, dude. Yeah. Like this, I can't keep going on living like this. I literally can't. And uh that's what I'm saying, man. Like without that wreck, dude, I probably still would have been this deluded. Hey, you know, just come cry to me, I'll be your little safe haven and yeah. I can't live my life like that, man. I can't be a savior to have these people, especially when they're not even gonna give the same the same respect back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way as you do on that shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm. I give advice to people, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to like. Yeah, man. To, like help it's... them out in the way that I used to before.
0: It's a cruel world out yeah. here, bro. It's I a cruel like world.
1: If you show me that you're there for me in that capacity, I will yeah. be there for you in that capacity. But I'm not gonna yeah.
0: exceed what you are to me. We give off the same energy, man. Yeah. Like, you know, if you gonna sit here and act this way towards me, you expect me to just. You know, go life over limp for you.
1: No, I'm act the same way that you act to me.
0: Exactly, man. And people like Houston, man. They say scientifically, statistically, they say uh, you'll meet, you'll make three good friends in your lifetime. Yeah. I truly believe Houston is my first one. Yeah. Like truly, and and I mean that in all aspects of a friendship. Not only has this man become family for me. But he's become a lifelong brother for yeah. me. Like he he's just like it, it's so foreign to me. It's so foreign to me. All of it. All of it is so foreign. It's just the the idea that he'll walk in, knock on my door, hey man, let's talk. We'll go on we'll go on late night drives, man, and we'll just we'll just share our, our stuff. We allow each other to grieve, man. It ain't, it ain't no judgment. It's never like, oh bro, you gotta suck it up. None of that, bro. Like, like it, for the first time, bro, like, I really met somebody who's truly understanding, bro. Like, who sit here and he's like, listen, whatever you got going on, like, I'm I'm here. I'm here for you. You know what I mean? Don't ever feel like you alone. And I, I give him that same energy back, bro. If you stressing, you come to me. We talk about this.
2: Yeah.
0: But, hey, you need to get your mind off it. All right, let's go. I I, I don't hesitate with Houston. Like, like, literally, anything going on, man, we just talk about it. And stuff like that's been so foreign to me. I never And it sucks man That It took It took <laughs> It took us nearly dying To like realize Like who really was like Alright I'm really with you like that Like yeah, I'm rocking yeah. with you like that Or They you know They just all talk man It's a It's the suckiest way to learn Cause it's not like
1: It's the only way to learn But it,
0: it, it I was just about to say that It <laughs> really is the only way to learn man Cause like You're, you're in a And you're in a state of vulnerability And exposure And that's when you really get to see Alright Who really there for me all right, you know, you saying all this shit. Are yeah. you really gonna back it up? And it wasn't. It was a day that that went by where Houston didn't surprise me. You know what I mean? <laughs> you I always doing something different. Sat here, clean my bathroom, folding my clothes, did my laundry, vacuumed my floor, sat here and changed my bandages, man i mean blood and everything on my gas sitting right, here changing the bandages i said we can't go back from that i hope you know that <laughs> i i told him i was like i was like you sat here and changed my bandages i was like that that officially makes us lifelong friends bro. Yeah, like like yeah you can't go back from that you, that's for sure yeah you you literally can't you can't <laughs> hey you sat here laugh he's like hey man i i, I figured you know <laughs> it is so uh, hey i uh I just, uh, I thank God, man. I thank God that I was able to meet you. I thank God that Houston was, was set in place in my life, man. Uh, to really just kind of hold it down when I couldn't. Because <laughs> Lord knows I couldn't. I I was on some, I was in a dark spot. And you, you, Houston, you know, my mom, my dad, dude, y'all, 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 you know. Yeah. Y'all were just there. And, uh, man, I gotta say, man, man there ain't a thing I changed. There wouldn't be a thing I changed.
1: Yeah, I know. As crap as everything was that we went through, I wouldn't change anything either. Good. Yeah. That's the thing, too, like with, with you and Houston, like and my family, too. Like, honestly, after the wreck, if y'all hadn't been there, I wouldn't be alive right now. Everything I was going through and <laughs> yeah I was
0: just dude. Those crazy things. yeah and and sometimes I beat myself up about it because I was like, dude, I wish I could have just like went over to your place, man, yeah. just we just talked, but I had so much going on on my end too, man, and it was like
1: yeah i I have no mm-hmm. ill feelings towards you for that man you and yeah. I were both going through so much so much, much
0: shit. dude and and you ain't you ain't freaking lying man i uh at one point I was just kind of like, man, like when is this stuff let up Boy, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean that's kind of like I just can't. like,
1: you know, when crappy things happen, man, it just it piles up.
0: Yeah, it really do, bro. It really do. And I was like, I was just like, man, I don't know if I can trust nobody. Like, yeah. all kinds of stuff, dude. It was just that's how I was feeling too, man.
1: I got like mm-hmm. I got some major trust issues now. Like the, the friends you that ain't... I have in my in my circle right now are really the only people outside of my family that I trust in any capacity. You ain't lying, bro.
0: I'm not... Oh my God. Um I'm so I'm so reserved now. Yeah. It it really took it really took Houston to like drag me out of my room to Kind of get me out there cuz of how cause of how like tight knit I want to be now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm so I'm so like all right, who are you? You know what I mean? I am like every everybody new that I meet now, yeah. my perception of people have changed. And and, and it is no offense to anybody new that I meet or for people who are listening. You know what I mean? It ain't no offense to any of y'all but the way i am now i'm so guarded i'm yeah. like i'm like listen i don't know if you really like sitting here just trying to like talk your talk or what but i don't trust you and it's literally it, it is literally that till proven otherwise i, I just i am I'm, I'm so guarded now man it i have went my whole life uh 18 plus years <laughs> of me just sitting here going hey you know uh, i'm here for you if you need anything uh yada yada yada. I can't even do that no more. I can't I don't y'all don't even deserve the luxury. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my mindset.
1: There's a there's no one except for like there's a one person that I still talk to from back home that I'm uh, close with. Yeah. Everybody else is out of my life and like Yeah besides like my four or five like real core friends that I uh-huh. have here, there's been one person since the wreck that I've legitimately led into my life. As yeah. You, as you know, that's just a fucking yeah. complicated shit over there. I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm I'm super fucking guarded when it comes to who who I let in my life, who I really let. Yeah, like, see who I really like. I I won't lie, I got I got two faces. Uh-huh. I got my, my my public face that I show out like when I'm out and about and doing stuff, uh-huh. and I got my, my face that I show my friends. Yeah, like, my close friends. They
0: like they same. Know, they know who I am. The same. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because when I go out, man, I'm I'm a lot more just reserved to myself. I'm yeah. more of a listener than a speaker now these days. You know what I mean? Like if I'm in a group. And people are talking. I I won't. You won't probably. I'll probably say okay or something. And that's yeah. it. Like I, I don't. I don't say a Pete, Houston really sees like the more like raw. Yeah. My mom, dad. You know they they see the more raw you. You know me, just me, me yeah. being me. Uh, and and you'll 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 notice that like at work too. Like you notice how like relaxed I am over here cracking yeah. jokes with y'all, making making all kinds of stuff. You know laughing. But we get to like work. I'm kind of like. You know just reserved yeah, yeah seeing what's going on and honestly man I, I i don't i don't regret a thing about it i know a lot of people think i come off kind of like you know they look at me they're like man why are you so mad no, <laughs> I, it ain't that i'm mad man it's just it's just hey uh i'm not trying to sit here and pour my heart out and and sit here and and show that side of me
2: yeah. you know what i mean
0: and and it, it potentially get it all you know messed up again by like these people thrown
1: back in your face or anything yeah you know, i got like I, said, I got some major trust issues when it comes to stuff like that Dude, you
0: ain't lying man i uh i ain't know the definition of snakes till i got in this wreck dude <laughs> it's kind of like
1: dang the military is full of snakes man yeah i was saying, like man, a lot of y'all ain't, ain't nothing
0: dude i just can't i couldn't do i couldn't say nothing around nobody i i just could i don't know who to trust thought i trust somebody couldn't even trust no you know it was like it's funny you say you only have one other guy because i actually i actually do have one other guy uh in vegas nick nick was actually there uh for me when i was kind of going through like a dark spot of my life and i'm going to the military air force and whatnot that's when i decided like hey i want something good for my life that's when i really started buckling down on what i wanted for myself and nick was kind of you know <laughs> Nick was kind of dragged along during that process but I thank God for him too cuz he I mean I went back recently uh, obviously uh under kind of horrible times but I went back to Vegas and uh I remember hanging out with Nick and I just kept telling him man I said I missed the hell out of you dude I was like I was like you was really there for me when when I really needed it you know yeah. so it was kind of like I appreciate Nick so yeah. it it was uh, it it's definitely one of those uh, moments where where I uh, I appreciate Nick man yeah, he's definitely one of those rare apples man is he perfect? no you know what I mean but who is? yeah so hey but I uh I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. I learned yeah. more about myself in the past year than yeah. I ever knew was possible. Obviously, you know, you think you know yourself, so it's one of those things. where When yeah, this happens to you, you really learn what what you got in you when it comes to you know fight and what really stuff that gets to you mentally. Yeah. Uh, what you can handle, what you can't handle.
0: I think I think the most toxic trait I learned about myself is 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 hiding my raw emotions i did that so much i'm so unfiltered now people think i'm crazy i uh i no i'm serious like like now man if somebody asks me how i'm doing bro i'm blunt Uh, and 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 i i literally i don't i don't owe them nothing to sit here and say oh yeah i'm okay i'm fine yeah and lie to them you know what i mean like i i'm you know you ask me how i'm doing look and if you look at me like i'm crazy look you should not ask yeah i know i'm
1: definitely different when it comes to that where uh I really only tell the people that I'm close with how I'm feeling yeah. but if someone else asks me how I'm doing I'm i I'm, I'm, I'm good like yeah. I'm alright yeah like I even like it took <laughs> when it came to like this small group of friends uh-huh. it took me finding out that Casey was starting to date someone else for me to yeah. break down down someone.
0: yeah and I'm sorry man
1: hey man l- listen I got I got no ill feelings towards her like she she helped me through one of the worst times in my life, life yeah. she was there like she she had told me when we, we broke up that she had thought about breaking up and being proud of the wreck but then when it happened uh, like she got she freaked out, out and then she realized yeah. like she, she kind of had to be there for me so like I I love her for that and like honestly you know her dating someone so quickly after we broke up that sucks but at yeah. the same time like how mad can I really be that she moved on
0: yeah right right and and um, that's that's you being grown up about the yeah. the situation bro It really is for me, the reason why I'm so open now is because I never really had the luxury throughout my life to say, listen, I'm I'm not I'm not OK.
2: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And I'm not going to go. Uh, I feel like it's more personal stuff. So I, I I, I, tell you, but not on the podcast. Yeah, you know oh what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like uh, it, it's a lot of it's a lot of of, of my childhood of of getting taught and, and learning and adapting to just sweep things under the rug you know what i mean and and not only is that the most toxic thing possible to do but i got so well at it that people don't even remember my sad moments people don't even well you know when when back in i just i never thought you sat here and cried of course you didn't sit here and and realize i was crying in the background i hid it yeah i swept it under the rug I, the same way. I never had the luxury of saying listen i'm sad right. I'm, I'm going through it never had the luxury
1: i always felt growing up that if if i told someone that i was that sad or that down they'd yeah. look at me differently because we're guys right yeah like we're supposed to hide our I, emotions we're and listen to under the rug
0: i want to say as a foreclosure this isn't a sexist thing man but i truly believe man like I told my mom this. I said, as a man, I can only take so much, dude. I really, like, I can sit here all day and listen to people talk and just spread, you know, whatever they got to spread on me. But sometimes, bro, like, and I've even tried. I've even tried to sit here and talk to people. But it's either thrown back in my face or it's half-assed every time. Every time. It It ain't no... Like oh like all right you know let's let's make you know we're we gonna get through this and they actually go ahead and no nah, it's oh okay well I'm praying for you
1: yeah but
0: then be so quick to come to me and ask for me ask for my advice you know what I mean hey horn what would you do in this situation hey what what can I do really come on bro and then and then it's like when I'm actually going through it all of a sudden I'm the bad guy you know what I mean because I, I want to sit here and for once feel sad or angry.
1: Yeah, and they look down before that shit.
0: Don't make sense, man. Yeah. It don't. And I'm glad you said that, man. Because I, I had told my mom that. I was like, listen. I said, uh, it, it's not a sexist thing. I'm not trying to sit here that and say women don't sit here and grieve. I'm not saying that, man. But it's a different culture as a man, dude. It really is. You know, we, we're supposed to be these providers, suppliers, these people that... You know look out and 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 handle the situation and put their best foot for it, all these things but i feel like man sometimes man like when i want to sit here and have somebody i can sit here and just talk to bruh i hadn't had it i hadn't had it
2: yeah
0: you know what i mean and uh obviously there was my mom my dad you know they're my parents they they've, they've 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 been there you know through it all and i'm not i'm not denouncing none of that i'm not saying that uh they haven't helped me in tough times. But, like, you know, me being off on my own in certain situations where I've wanted to talk to people, I just didn't have that leeway. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have that that uh, that uh uh shoulder I could cry on,
1: to be honest. Yeah, I wasn't, and, even, like, even going to talk to anybody about anything I was going through until no mm-hmm. one literally dragged me to see Darlene. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, yeah, I was literally, I was bottling everything up. I was just dealing yeah. with myself and then... And I talked to Kevin Coleman initially. I was like I, I, like, I can trust you.
2: Yeah,
0: right. Uh, and
1: I started talking to him about everything I was going through. He was like, hey, I'm going to get you to talk to Owen. Yeah. Uh, and then Owen was like, you literally time. dragging me in yeah. to see Darlene. Yeah. And then, I mean, I'm happy you did, man. Like, I
0: Yeah.
1: I, I needed to talk about shit. That's one of the things that I never really knew growing up. Like, I never talked to my parents or my siblings about the stuff I was going through. And right. And I that shit up.
0: Thank you. So exactly. So, it's one of
1: those things where, like, unless, it's, like, the only thing I think I ever talked to any of my family about was, like, when family members died
2: right
0: right
1: was like well we're all going through it together yeah right exactly so.
0: exactly and uh and, and that's the thing man like uh i i feel like i feel like in, in in certain situations like like uh you know school trouble you know what i mean or yeah. or somebody at school was bullying you or you know a friend or somebody you know was sitting here just being crazy going crazy at you you know it's it's almost hard to really sit here and translate that To either like, you know, your parents Or, or like siblings yeah. Just cause like, either they A, they have their own things going on Or B, they just, you know, they old, man yeah. they, they they probably not gonna understand what's going on And it's like For me, the way uh, The way I, I, I went about things, man Like, and I, I had I think <laughs> uh, As a kid, man uh, 12, 13 I had given myself this resolve and I said, never put this on me, but I had given myself this resolve, man, that, hey, you know what? Um, I'm going to stop crying. I'm going to stop being so sensitive. Everybody calls me sensitive. Everybody says, I I just, baby, you always just crying. (laughs) And I just told myself, man, I was like, you know what? I ain't going to let another soul see me cry. And that's one of the most toxic things I could have ever done, man. And even the littlest things, man. Well, I, that I see little now, you know, um, that bothered me, dude. I sit here and just hide it. I should have never did that. I, I, I really, for people that are listening, you know, I, I, uh, I recommend, man, if, if you have an issue with life or it's just somebody or a situation address that if you got to sit here and tell yourself like all right look i'm pissed be in your room and just be like look i'm mad i'm upset listen i'm sad even if you sound crazy man give yourself that luxury because the moment you sit here and bottle things up not only are you adding on to the problem but you're gonna eventually reach a breaking point and when all of that spills over it's not pretty it's, yeah. it's not pretty man
1: yeah, you need an outlet for for anything
0: you're feeling, honestly. Yeah, it's just, and that's coming from two broken dudes, man. Because, <laughs> I mean, uh, we'll hit everything on the spot when it came to just you know being reserved about the shit, dude. Because I just, man, I'm not saying I regret things, but I just wish there was more I could have said in certain situations throughout my life. Yeah, that would have that would have definitely benefited me a lot. But instead. Like like the toxic person I was, man, I sat here and hid it all. I didn't give myself that luxury and that release that I needed. And when Miss Darlene told me that, you know, it really brought in my eyes cause it was like, wait a minute. I don't owe this world nothing. This world doesn't owe me anything. I need to sit here and put my best, you know, my best interests to heart and give myself that release.
1: Yeah, as selfish as it is, and you know, like, well, your life is about you. Yeah, you, you got to do what, hey. what is best for you, and then if it leads into you know helping other people, then it leads yeah, into helping other people.
0: Say that for real, for real. It it it. I wouldn't even call it selfish, man. It is literally just making sure that that you're okay. Yeah. you know your mental health and everything about you know your health in general, man. It matters, and you can't you can't sit here and sideline it. You know, thinking like, oh, I'm I'm just trying to be a good person. Listen, it ain't nothing selfish about making sure that your mental state is okay. Ain't none, it, ain't none wrong with it. You know what I mean? Hell, hell, even in the Bible, it says, "Be mad, but sin not." And if you, I mean, if you want me to translate the scripture, it literally just means, man, like God is saying, like, look, you can be angry. You know what I mean? Just don't go about doing crazy stuff out of your anger. That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? Have that, have that moment. Of release man where you sit here and 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 uh you know grieve go ahead man I, I i just that's such a toxic thing to do man and and i feel like it it starts off young man It really do like you pick up those habits because either hey somebody told you like listen you gotta stop you know what i mean you gotta man up
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Man <laughs> or up, some,
1: rub some dirt on it
0: yeah, yeah dude like sweep it under the rug all kinds of stuff man a lot of stuff plays into to this idea that you're you're not allowed to to grieve, otherwise you're either crazy or you know some crazy stuff. It, I'm I'm so sick of it. I'm so I'm so you know I'm going on a whole
2: rant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All I gotta say is it's it's not unmanly of a person to be in touch with how they're feeling and understanding how it's affecting them.
2: Right. Because that's, exactly.
0: That's
1: that's where I was going wrong with all this stuff. Like I was I was bottling stuff up. I wasn't fully understanding, you know, where right. I was at emotionally and it almost killed me.
0: It, exactly, man. And that and that's that's man, that's the last thing I freaking want, dude, is 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 uh like just somebody falling off the, the deep end, man. Another like Robin Williams or You know, Mac Miller, man, that that those guys or, you know, those girls that sit here, bottle it up and and they reach a breaking point and they just can't take life no more. My biggest fear with 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 the both of us. Honestly, I got to be honest. That was one of those things where I was like, man, I just hope neither of us reach such a place where we're just like, like, you know what? That's it. That's a
1: scary place to be in too. I remember I remember one of the really the only thing that really stopped me from doing anything was I was thinking about what it would do to the people
0: that in my life that I cared about. Exactly. Exactly, man. The the people in your life that really sat here and and, you know stretched their neck out, man. I don't I don't take a moment of man, one of my most memorable moments from that wreck is seeing Houston and my mom conversate, joke, laugh. I was lying in the bed, man. I was lying in the bed from across the, like this room because mom was chilling in a hotel, on base. Mm-hmm. I was like sitting there creeping, looking, <laughs> and and Houston and mom just sitting here laughing, conversating, and I just man, that was probably one of the happiest moments of my life, dude. Yeah. Honestly, I can say that like no shame. I was like, these are the people right here that that's if I don't got nothing else, man. If yeah. I don't got nothing else. My life could be complete, just chaos. I know those two specifically would be like, "Hey, let's get through it." You know what yeah. I mean? I saw them, and I was just like, "I, I, <laughs> I'm not saying I owe them, but I gotta, I, I gotta see my life through for these two people."
1: Yeah, you know, I, what I, I know mean?
0: what you mean. Yeah, it was one of those things, man, where almost life went slow mo for me. I just marinated in that moment. I said. I said, I could kick the bucket right here and I'd be happy, yeah, because I know I know that at the end of the day, they got me, you know yeah, and, uh, and there ain't a day that, that's gone by where they've betrayed me or made me feel lesser, or none of that. none of that. That's why I'm all about like family. Yeah,
1: family is the most important thing to me. I've always been a family person, but even through this, obviously not just my like blood family, but like like you, Houston, my mm-hmm. my friend group, and everything. Like that y'all are family to me. Yeah, so some y'all, of those are like... Y'all my boys, man. Yeah, y'all y'all are the most
0: important people in my life. So. Oh yeah, y'all my uh, boys. Yeah. Yeah, man. You wanna wrap it up? Yeah, hey, I appreciate. Hey. I appreciate this time, man. This was kind of last second. Um, I just wanted to feel like I, I, you know what, I, I really wanted us to just kind of talk about it, man. Yeah, I, don't I don't think we really
1: we've ever really had a chance to just sit. There sit and talk down. About
0: everything. Yeah, it's kind of healthy, man. Yeah. yeah, I really, I really appreciate your time, yeah, Mr. Drew, and having it kind of last second. Um, for those people curious about like my mini series, my anthology series, it's still coming up. It's taking a lot of editing, a lot more than I thought I would for my first. But hopefully you guys enjoyed that as well. Um, I'm going to wrap it up right here. Thank you, Stitcher, for talking on my podcast and us just ranting. <laughs> Two crippled dudes ranting for about a good hour and a half. <laughs> you
1: know. I, was, I was happy to do it for you, man. Yeah, appreciate
2: it.
0: All right, well, I'll see you guys on the next one. You guys have a good day.